Hi everybody, welcome to Downfall, our Dungeons and Dragons role-playing podcast. Yep, we've been doing this for a while, so if you are new to listening to this, go back and listen to the first. Because seriously, who jumps in at like episode 60? Me. Wow. Sometimes you can't go back and listen to the first. That's true, but with this you can, so do it. Uh, where we left off, the party had just finished making a possibly shady deal. It's possibly not even a deal. I, I'm half expecting you guys to backstab House Broda here, so... Oh, it was totally shady. <laughs> Wherever this leads... We open up according to Caius. As long as they're willing to help um, in the, the problems with the slavery and the slave markets, Caius has absolutely no problems doing what he needs to do. Cool. Yeah, I... Yeah, however you guys want to take it. So, um, Even though he is lawful good. Okay. So the, I'm sorry, did you say lawful stupid? No, 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 he's not a paladin. He's lawful good, not lawful stupid. It's good to know. So the party is about to take out a giant 30-foot-high sentient ooze that's terrorizing the uh, slums of the city. And, uh, yeah, that's where we left off last time, so this is where we're starting. Woo! That was probably a lot. There was an echo. It actually worked that bad. That was. <laughs> not that bad? Good. No, it really wasn't. Okay, so um, a few things technically to note before you guys get into battle with this is this thing is probably too large to just fight head on. You could probably, you know, blast magic and hack it at all you want. But we're missing all our magic. Yeah, I mean, so even if you had it anyway, <laughs> um, without really doing you any good. So if you guys are going to take this thing down, you're probably going to have to think clever instead of thinking, you know, hack and slash. I know, we'll buy a bathtub plug and plug up that leg and it'll disappear. <laughs> right, so while I intend you guys to fight this thing in some measure to take it down, probably this is going to be a session more focused around setting up something clever or figuring out something clever to destroy this gigantic ooze, rather than just running up and whacking off some hit points. Why don't we just set it on fire and see what happens? What if it doesn't burn? Everything burns if you get hot enough. <laughs> uh, Cade looks for an urchin, writes out a note to uh, his shall we say, contact at the Mage Guild uh, that basically says, hey, had a great time the other day. Uh, 30 foot high ooze. If you could drop by with some of your friends, that'd be great. And uh, we'll have drinks afterwards. It'll be fun. <laughs> okay. You send your message off. What do we know about oozes? Or do we know about anything? Um, give me a... Well, there's no knowledge check anymore. Give me like a... a in check. Intelligence. Yeah. I, I mean, knowledge is the same as intelligence, better, really. Yeah, I was trying to think of whiz fit better, but I think it's the better fit. I know absolutely nothing. Okay. They're oozy. <laughs> They're oozy. <laughs> Does anyone else know anything about oozes? Because I don't know a thing. In fact, I'm stupid suddenly. <laughs> I know nothing about them. All right. Unfortunately, my name's not Jon Snow. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Do we know anybody that would know something about them? I'm just trying to think back. I know about a uh, 15 amount. What? He rolled a 13. He rolled a... Oh, okay. Whatever that's worth. Plus two for his intelligence. Right, right. Um, okay. You would know that oozes... Um, generally aligned with some kind of magical property. So, like, you know, if this was a water ooze, you almost certainly would not be able to burn it. If it was a fire ooze, it might, in fact, like, make it feel better. If it was some other kind of ooze, maybe it would burn. I guess it would depend on how viscous it is. Uh, you know, you know that most oozes have some kind of weakness, you know, that's usually opposite to whatever kind of ooze they are, but that doesn't necessarily, you know, mean anything. And you might know that with an ooze this big, all bets might be off. Because this, at this point, could have absorbed who knows what. How do you tell the difference between the oozes? Color. Color. And this is black? Yep. Which, off the top of your head, none of you guys have particularly heard of a black ooze. Alright. So it's oil. <laughs> black gold. Black gold. So it's oil? That's what John was saying. Not actually. That was a joke. Wasn't a very good one. It was a great joke! Just no one got it. Oh, I got it. I just misheard you. Oh, okay. 
Uh, do we know anybody that knows anything about oozes? No, but you probably could, you know, take some time and make your way to the library, but that might take several hours. Yeah, I don't want to do that. Do we just want to trial and air some stuff? I mean, literally all of us can do is, like, grapple with it. So I don't know how good that's going to do. Kate just starts throwing rocks at it. You're, like, 30 blocks away still, dude. <laughs> He's just throwing rocks. <laughs> when I get there, I start throwing rocks at it. <laughs> all right, so you're running up towards it? So is it actually, like, 30 feet tall? Yeah. How wide is it? Is like a giant cube or no? It's probably about twenty feet across is it the a base. Pillar? No, it's kind of a slushy mound sort of shape. Kind of like whoop. Yeah, so bell you know, curve-ish? yeah, like bell curvish. Not quite as wide at the base, but sort of a. So like Final Fantasy ooze type ooze. Yeah, yeah. except it definitely isn't going to be hay racked like one, but yeah, about that shape. But I mean, like that that shape. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm guessing. So what would happen if we knocked it over? If you can. So, well, a, a few things. When you guys get up towards it, um, you can see that it's not just haphazardly, uh, like, rampaging just, you know, through the slum. You can see that its behaviors that it's doing are actually fairly intelligent. It's, you know, if, like, soldiers come up and start hacking at it, you can see that if it's actually doing any damage, the ooze very quickly dispatches that soldier. If it doesn't appear to be doing any damage, the ooze is ignoring it. Um... The ooze seems to be focused on knocking the roofs off of houses, and it's trying to absorb items from within. Do we know what items it looks like it's trying to take? Well, it's, you know, big and gigantic, so it's not like it has fine motor control to pick out, you know, little things. It's kind of just absorbing everything. But you can see that what's being kept... I'm totally seeing Katamari now. Yeah. Yeah. It's not keeping everything, though. A lot of stuff, it's just kind of pushing back out. And that's, um, it's pushing back out things like clothing, things like weapons. Uh, it seems to mostly be keeping liquids. So it likes water. Among other things. There's probably other liquids, too. Probably. Like, boost liquids? Yeah. Probably the occasional magic potion. stop this thing. Does anybody have the idea of maybe we could dry it out? With what? A giant fan? A giant gust of wind! We don't have any magic! Heat and wind. Magic is on the way! I hope. I hope. Heat! We have lava flows. Yeah, I was about to remind you guys, you're in a city with lava lava flows. Yeah, we could do something that way. We could, with the lava flows. Do we have a lava bucket? <laughs> this isn't Minecraft. <laughs> no, but we could, if we could figure out a way to draw it to the lava, that might work. Okay. I love you guys, because literally I have written here, need to lure it towards lava. You're welcome. So for once, you guys are actually like going along a direction I actually like anticipated. Uh, it's a Christmas miracle. It's a Christmas miracle. Um, we know so like liquids. We would need a large quantity of water. Can you put to us on our map? Follow the path. Yeah, let me put the city up on your guys' map then. It's a good idea. And if you would mark where it is and where we are. Yeah. Yep. And the and where it came from, so we can know the general direction it's been traveling. That's I'm, not the right map. I know. I'm you getting guys center me. Thanks. Okay. There we go. It is approximately a different color here. Approximately, that's not the color I picked. Well, that's the color you got. There we go. Okay, so I've made a black mark, putting a ring around it. That's that's about where it is, and it's been heading roughly that way. So it's already moving towards the lava. Yes. We just gotta follow it. We don't even have to lure it. Yeah, it's moving north. It's, that way. Uh, it's in the so for listeners, it's in the dead run and it's moving northeast. No, west. That's west. And moving northwest, roughly, I guess the only notable thing in that direction is the Mage's Guild. I mean, far away, but in that direction. 
House Broda, House Wagura. You know, if you go far enough in that general direction, you get to our bar. True. Sort of. That's notable. It's that general direction-ish. Yeah, it's like a cone in that direction. Depends on if it varies by just a few degrees, it would probably end up at our bar. Yeah. Okay, so it's moving that way, roughly, and you do see, like, plenty of guards around trying to shoot arrows at it. Nothing's working. Some of them are shooting, like, flaming arrows, and they just extinguish when it hits this thing. Every once in a while, this thing lashes out with some pseudopod and, you know, takes out, like, a whole swath of guards. Most of the commoners are fleeing and screaming and fleeing. I'm totally seeing, like, a 1960s monster movie right now. Kind of, yeah, a little bit. Except with the monster looking much cooler, because it's not just a dude in a rubbery suit. I don't have a clue how to get it. What? What? Sounds like my Saturday night. A dude in a rubbery suit? (laughs) (laughs) Him being the dude, I'm assuming. One would hope. (laughs) Well, not necessarily. I know, not necessarily. Your guys' lava idea is not a bad idea. Lava kills everything, so it'd probably kill this too. So we just need to encourage it to continue to move in the direction it is going. By throwing stuff at it. And we need to figure out a way to get the credit for it. Yeah, that's your tricky part here. Because if it just like wanders into lava, you guys are hardly going to be hailed as heroes. Can we tie ropes around it so it looks like we're pulling it in? <laughs> no, here's, here's what we're going to do. Uh, so, Cade, ro- Cade looks for the highest-ranking guard-looking guy that he finds. Okay, find a high-ranking guard. Yep, and he runs over to him and says, My name is my name is Cade Hill of whatever our name is, and... The Chosen? The Chosen. Yeah, of, of, the, of the Chosen... Uh, wholly owned subsidiary of where more than no, 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 we don't have that last part. <laughs> That's true. Elder's not here. Uh, and uh, we uh, we have been we are here to help, and we think we can get rid of this thing. So uh, grab buckets of water and follow me. Okay. Sorry. Give me just a second again. All right. The guard looks at you uh, at Cade Hill and says. Who are you, and why should I listen to you? I was sent here by, what's the... Rupert Molag. Yeah, Rupert Molag to assist in the dispatchment of this current threat. And apparently I like to use big words, so uh, just grab some water. We have some ideas here. By Molag. He's just kind of standing there. Like the, yes, you personally know Molag. the commander. We have to spell it out for you. You do actually have a token from him, by the way. I hold up the token. He suddenly changes his attitude and is like, yes, sir. And I orders... I forgot about that token. Yeah, that's why I, I mentioned it. it. So I. Um, orders a bunch of the men around and says, men, you heard the... guy, halfling. <laughs> <laughs> Grab some buckets, follow us. So now you've got about 15 soldiers with buckets trailing after you, Cade Hill. Okay, so we approach the uh, the side of the ooze in the direction it's moving. So, like from the uh, front. So it's moving towards us, and I say, "Okay, let's see if this works." And have the first guy chuck a bucket of water at it, but make sure some of the water lands on the ground. Like the whole bucket. Yeah, but not the whole bucket, but the water within the bucket. Okay, okay. He's not just throwing the bucket. No. Okay, he throws the water at the. Ooze, it absorbs, and some of it goes on. Some of the water's on the ground. Okay. What does the ooze do? Appears to ignore it since it doesn't seem to do any harm. But it did absorb the water. Is it continuing to move to absorb the rest of the water that's on the ground? Probably not, because it wouldn't be a large amount of water compared to the bulk of this thing. No, I want to go back to my original idea. Do, is there vessels we can put lava in? Probably. I mean, I would imagine that near some of the iron forging and stuff, they have buckets that are capable of holding it. Because if we were able to take lava and throw it on it, it would cause it to move away from the lava, I would assume. Or it'll eat us, one or the other. Yeah, probably one or the other. 
But I'm willing to bet most of those containers are large. Yeah. I look at the next card and say, chuck yours at it. Let's see what happens. Okay. Um, once again, it absorbs most of the water, and then the little that splashes on the ground splashes on the ground. It, yeah. I would assume it slowly oh, moves I over it. I look at everyone else and I say, everyone chuck it. Splash it on the ground. Most of it. Most of it. Okay. They've created a large puddle on the ground in front of the ooze. Are you seeing if the ooze is, like, going to absorb it? Yeah, it's, going, it's moving to, to absorb it, not, you know, is this what this thing is looking for? It doesn't spec... well... No, it doesn't specifically seem like it's, you know, hurrying to absorb the water you splashed on the ground. Okay. We gotta figure out what's in these houses that I want. Alcohol! Let's find some alcohol. And throw that on the ground. That was that was my next guess. I look at I look at the uh Would this possibly be a boozoos? A boozoos? Yeah. <laughs> I it's like that name. Boozoos it is. Let's go let's and go I find some booze. And I say, give me your flask. Who do you turn to? Uh the highest ranking guard there. <laughs> okay. He says, <laughs> and I say, hand me your flask. He says, sir, I don't carry alcohol while on duty. I raise an eyebrow at him. Put out my hand in motion. <laughs> he reaches into a coat pocket and pulls out a small flask. <laughs> I, I take it and I go, thanks. Take a chug and then splash it in, in the direction. <laughs> <laughs> so you take a chug of it first? Yeah. Yes. Okay, <laughs> just it's making sure. It's, it's right good. Yeah, probably. Well, if he's a high-ranking official, it's probably not terrible. You know, you probably had better, but it's, it's not terrible. It's just some beef eater gin. Yeah, or something terrible. Okay, so you toss the whole thing at the ooze. Yes. Okay, it uh, absorbs into the ooze, and you see the ooze definitely pause and look at you. It's kind of hard to tell if it's looking, but. It definitely yeah. seems to have taken notice of that. <gasps> it is a boozins. Let's go collect all the alcohol we can find. Where do you get alcohol in a city like this? Everywhere. Let's go get all the alcohol. Uh, find the nearest tavern and um, raid them of their kegs. That's what I was thinking. Keg raid. All right. Is there a close by tavern? Probably. I mean, you know, you are in the poor part of town. Probably every, like, third building is some kind of alcohol establishment. establishment. Oops. They probably all have huge barrels of alcohol in them. Probably. Yeah. So we just, like, make a trail of it to the fire of doom. Okay. It uh, takes a swipe at you guys. I'm assuming you kind of book it after, you know, throwing this alcohol. Mm -hmm. Um. Okay. How are you going to, like, so you run into a probably nearby drinking establishment. It's called the Stinky Weasel. Okay. <laughs> I will show them the the coin from Molag and say, under order of the city guard, we're um, confiscating three kegs of your alcohol, or of your beer. Okay. Sorry, give me one more second. All right, sorry. Where were we? Uh, we just asked... For alcohol, by order of the city guard. Right, right, and you show the token. The mm -hmm. barkeep kind of raises an eyebrow and is like, I'm going to get reimbursed for this, right? Of course you will. Take it away, boys. So you guys haul out three large kegs of what smells like it's probably alcoholic water. <laughs> Whatever, it's close enough. Alcoholic dishwater, probably. <laughs> okay, large barrels of it have been hauled out. Um, I'm going to pop one of them up on my shoulder um, and um, pop the cork out of the tap and start start letting it go and watch a trail go between me and the um, ooze and see what happens when it finally gets to the ooze. Okay. So once again, you can tell that this ooze is intelligent, but it doesn't seem to have any sense of sight. It seems to operate by touch alone. Uh -huh. So when it finds the, the alcohol... Um, you see it very, very quickly, like, you know, extend some more tendrils before it very quickly realizes this isn't a puddle, but in fact a stream. And it starts sliding along the direction of the alcohol. 
Yes, I will go to the next bar that's down the road. So it is following the booze. It is. All right, sorry, I gotta so pause again. So we are again. directly dealing with the boozes. It seems like it. Sorry. All right. So yeah, the um, sorry for those interruptions. The uh, ooze, you know, realizes it's a trail and starts to follow the trail, but it is also branching out to the sides because maybe it senses there's a trap, and so it's at least trying to make sure it's not cornering itself in some manner. So once it realizes it's still moving down an open street, it continues to follow the trail of booze. That you guys create. So I run into another um, bar or tavern that's the next block down, because of course there is more of them. <laughs> and I, uh, I confiscate their booze. Okay. And now what I'm not sure about is should we do the same trail or should we do these trails in different places so that it doesn't think that it's all coming from one place? People? Hello? I yell in character. Um, hang on, give me a second. Because you said it, it's deaf? It seems to be deaf? It, it's only sense seems to be a sense of touch. Okay. Let's see, 19 was... Yeah, I think we should probably do it with multiple paths. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Alright. Like splitting branching paths? Well, more... No, like, there's one path and then... You know, a second path is added to it, and then the first path goes away, and so you've just got the second path, and then a third path comes in, and then the second path goes away. So it's not just one solid stream that it's following; it feels more natural to it. Like there's one over, there's one over in the middle, and then there's one like way over to the left side of where the ooze is, and there's one in like the right side. Right, right, right. Okay. Yeah. So if if it's probing outward, it sees. That this isn't... It doesn't feel, obviously, like just one path yeah, of breadcrumbs. There's lots of things going on. Okay. Um, all right, so let's turn this into a bit of a skill challenge, because there's a couple problems you guys will obviously encounter. Um, I'll list all of them, and then you can, you know, attempt to skill check any of these. Problem one would be if you encounter any tavern owners that are reluctant to part with their supply, even shown proper authority, they still don't want to give up booze. I mean... We are in a place where they don't listen to proper authority anyways. Right, so you're likely to encounter that. Um, problem two is going to be, once you actually get this thing near lava, how are you still going to... I mean, like, obviously you're not just going to make a trail go right into lava and it'll just go. <laughs> it'll shy away from heat, obviously. So um, how are you going to get this thing actually in the lava? And we can probably encounter other problems and deal with them as they arise, but we'll start this as a skill challenge and see what we get. I'm kind of being flexible here with where this goes. Well, so should we go ahead and roll initiative? Yeah, give me your order. That's probably a good idea. Where's my mouse? There it is. I rolled 12. I rolled a 2. Nice. Wait, your initiative is negative 2? Yeah, my initiative is mod negative 2. I have a dex of 6. Oh, snap. Kaius may be slow, but he's really bad at making music. <laughs> he's actually really good at making music, he just makes really bad music. He's good at making bad music? Yep. So I just need an initiative from Sean and we're good. Looks like Sean got a 15 plus his dex, which is more than 2. Right. So, like, 18 or something. So he goes first. Okay. Sorry, guys. Uh, I think that would put me at, like, 17 or 19. I might... It, it's it's enough to be it. first. You're first. Yeah, Sean's first. Yes! What do I do? <laughs> you tell me. Um, I continue to just... Uh, I like the idea of multiple paths, so I run over a couple blocks and obtain alcohol as well as city guards. All right, so essentially what you're going to do is um, keep trying to be clever with how the alcohol is being placed so as to not make this thing realize that it's obviously in a trap or heading towards right. a trap. So give me a... Man, would this be int or whiz? I'd go with whiz. Yeah, because yeah. it's I more agree. about what's happening. So give me a whiz check then. I hope you guys do this like your last skill challenge, where you totally failed like every roll. 
Like now? Twelve. <laughs> Wait, you don't have a plus of wisdom? Nope. Zero. Oh, gosh. Do I want a twelve to succeed? It's like slightly well, better. Remember, remember who this guy is based on. He does incredibly stupid things all the time. Okay. Noted. Um, okay, it's not my turn. I have a couple of good ideas. Okay, um, John is next. So I think... Um, I think my foundry idea is a good idea for pushing it over the edge. So if we get like a big vat of lava and then put it behind... Where, and then get the ooze to get behind it and then dump it over and that'll push it over the You'll edge. You'll have no choice. It'll have no choice but to go over the edge. That's actually not a bad idea. Alright, so you need to find or convince some dwarves at a metalworks nearby that yeah. this is what they should do. With intelligence? Um, that would be kind of a form of diplomacy, I guess. So charisma? Okay, well, this'll fail. This'll be great. Are we just hearing Sean, like, breathe? Tell Sean that your beer is good. <laughs> Fifteen. Fifteen. All right. Um, so you talk to some foreman of a of an iron foundry. Tell him the idea. You know that you guys want to trap this ooze. You know he says it looks risky. The city better reimburse him for any losses that may incur because you're going to be drawing this thing over towards his business. Um, but you're probably able to like sway him with you know the offer of you're saving the city. I'm sure that would come with some sort of recognition or blah 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 you know etc um and he agrees so he starts getting his men ready uh you know to grab a bucket full of lava and move it so that it's not like literally right up against the river but there's actually some room there yeah but says you're going to need to stall for time okay so we so i i relay that i guess back to the other guys that we can't go in a straight line we need to kind of make it curvy to slow down the ooze all right, Josiah. Um, any problem um, bartenders that we may come across? Because there will be bar some owners or whatever. Yep. Ouch! Nine intimidation. Okay. Uh, okay, so that'll probably fail to intimidate. So you guys will hit a point here now where you're trying to zigzag that path enough to stall this thing, but you're going to, like, you're looking and going, we're going to run out of alcohol before you get this thing in place. So back to Sean. Um, <clears throat> any uh, problem barkeeps that I have, I'll try to intimidate into doing what we're doing. Uh, use, use persuasion. Use persuasion, persuasion, yeah. Yeah, otherwise it's the same skill twice, and that's oh, okay. kind of a no. And that's lame. You're absolutely right. 20. Yeah. Okay. You, you plus 10 to persuasion? Yeah. Holy smokes. Wow. That's pretty intense. All right. I only you have a plus seven. That's <laughs> awesome. I have a negative one. Woo! <laughs> All right. You're able to convince them or to persuade them, but you do so by potentially offering false promises. I'll leave that up to later. But you probably tell them the city will more than compensate them for their financial loss. You know, they say how much, and you're probably like, double, you know, or whatever. You just yell out something and <laughs> and they buy it. If that sounds good to you. Double your price that you That's sold it yesterday. Right. Okay, so you yeah. get enough alcohol flowing to get this thing probably towards where it's going to be, um, but you can tell that the ooze is starting to be able to sense the heat from the lava channel and it's starting to become a lot more wary about um, following the trail. It's instead sending out just a thin tendril to soak up the alcohol along the trail rather than moving its entire bulk. So, John. Uh, are the dwarves ready? Are we not going slow enough? The dwarves are ready, but this thing's not in place yet. It's because it's, its main bulk is still too far back. It's not. It wouldn't be caught between the rock and the hard place. Or I guess the liquid rock and the definitely not hard 
place. Place. Mm. Okay, my idea. This would probably be intelligence. So, I want to create a big puddle of alcohol to the point that as it sends out its tendril, it'll slowly start, like, receding back to a point. Uh, so, like, so it's not a flow now, it's just this giant puddle of it, and so it has to move forward to get the rest of the alcohol. Right, so the pseudopod wouldn't be enough to absorb it all because it's just too big. It's just too big. Okay. Um, yeah, what would that be? I'm not exactly 100% sure, but I think that would be something... Let's go with, uh, let's go with Wiz because you'd have to find a spot where that would actually work, like where you could have them okay. just pour a ton and have it form into a puddle. Okay, I just wasn't sure if we could use Wisdom again because we already did a Wisdom yeah. check. No, it's it's well, technically skill checks aren't part of this edition, so we're kind okay. of just winging it as we go, which is fine. All right, I got a fourteen. Okay. Okay, so you pour a huge puddle. It seems to discover the puddle. You see it hesitate for just a bit, but then it starts moving its bulk towards the puddle. Actually with kind of an alarming speed. You're surprised at how fast this thing can move when it chooses to. Alright. So, now it's roughly in place. Probably just one more success of something from Josiah's end. Uh... And you guys will at least dispatch these. Not to mention, though, we still have to kind of figure out how the, you're going to get credit for this sort of thing. Because you have to take enough credit of it that it's not just like, go team effort, led by the Chosen. Um, I have a... This is going to be awkward because I'm using my... I want to use my turn to basically give the dwarf an extra turn to do something. As long as you can think of a good way to justify it, I'll take it. Alright. I'm going to use my Bardic Inspiration on um, the Dwarf to inspire him to create an area of cold directly in front of the ooze to encourage it further this direct towards the lava so it doesn't feel the heat as much. Okay, I'll, I'll take that. And the dwarf is doing this? Yeah, because you can actually create the cult, I can't. I forgot about that. You can, how do you create cult? Yeah, I do. That's my, my monk skill. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, I forgot about my monk skills. Gosh, guys, I'm dumb. Plus eight to whatever it is that you're doing. It's my inspiration. Yeah, hold up, I gotta look it up. You're welcome. Yeah, you're awesome. You had a way that you could, um, you could deal with the, um, the temperature around you. Yeah, I can, I can do up to, I can chill a pound of non-living material for up to an hour. So, chill a pound of air. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. That's actually a pretty clever... That is actually a pretty decent amount of air. So that's what... Yeah, so I'll chill a pound of air. That'll be easy. Okay. There's no rule for it. I just do it. You just do it? I think so. Okay. So, I just use my key roll, points. How about I give you a charisma roll for a leadership type roll? So I make it look heroic? No, so because it's my turn, I make the roll. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Seven. <laughs> well, these are the yeah. moments I like as a, D- as a DM because I get to do something. Fun and horrible, but well, what I do still mm-hmm. would happen. Yes, it will. It's just we may not get the notoriety we want. <laughs> That's kind of the angle I'm leaning here. So, oh, bummer. You still have more yeses than noes. Or what could happen though is we, as a whole, get the notoriety that we want, but Caius gets more of the um, 
bumbling idiot type of notoriety. Essentially. <laughs> okay, okay. So Which you chill the air. Exactly what he doesn't want. When you chill the air, it causes the ooze to hesitate for a second, and then I'm assuming you've laid more alcohol in front. Yeah. Um, so it starts rushing along that line of alcohol. Uh, probably at the appropriate time, is it one of you guys that gives the signal to the other dwarves, or is it like somebody else, like a guard or something? I mean, it would be me since I talked to him, probably. Okay. So you give the signal. They pour their... Well, yeah, they pour lava. Uh, there are a lot of other guards standing nearby with water. Mm-hmm. Because you are still at the edge of the slum. There is a wall here. It's a part of the city wall is here, but it is broken down in this area. So there's going to be some fires that break out as lava you know, starts to actually hit some of the buildings. But... Guards are quickly trying to put that out. The heat's enough to drive the ooze forward. Most of the ooze goes over the edge into the lava. And hideous, horrible shriek. However, a piece of it that's probably still a good... Um, maybe five feet by five feet um, doesn't go over the edge. And now actually is looking like it's turning back to attack, well, whatever it can find. So at this point, you guys are going to actually go into a little bit of actual combat. It's surrounded by cold, uh, or it's surrounded by lava, though. Yeah. Well, I mean, the lava's... Cooling lava. Cooling. still lava. Yeah. So this thing's going to be, like, stretching upwards, you know, to find, like, the lip of the wall, the city wall, and it's going to start climbing up the city wall. So at this point, we actually can do a bit of combat with real hit points, because all that's left is something that's actually normal ooze-sized. So give me just a second... Bring up a D Lee. See which D Lee do I want to use? Not that one. Not that one. We'll uh, we'll definitely be able to finish this by the end of the session. Though. Not worried about that. That one? No, nope, not that one. Do I have it? The that one. Let me pull that one up. I kind of want Sean's lasagna. We're recording Sean making lasagna for all time. I don't think that's Sean. No? Maybe he's still muted? Because he's still muted. (laughs) I'm muted. I'm muted. What? If, uh... Okay, if you guys scroll down to the left middle, you'll see you. That's kind of an amusing blast from the blast. Here we go. Yeah, it's the wrong me, but it'll do. Yeah, that's, you know, from the very first session. I'm just going to use the same rough area here. Kind of the Is it immune to non-magical attacks? You know, probably. It seems like it's fairly immune. Yes, because I can do magical attacks. Okay, I'm blocking off an area here. So these buildings in the lower left of the city wall. Whoops. The path of lava you guys see going there is... Um, the one that was heading towards the uh, actual lava channel. So I'll put an arrow here. The lava channels are down that way. Running kind of like this. Like this. There we go. Okay, so down there. Drag yourselves over there if you can. Do you guys have control over yourselves here? We'll see how old these tokens are. Who disappeared? Josiah. Okay. Sean. Josiah disappeared. Woo, that's great. Let me pause it for a second while we fix that. That'll be interesting. Okay. Never go first. Um, mostly set up now. So if you guys have the ability, enter your own initiatives. It looks like you do. Yeah, I did. Both of you have a 17? Yeah, he goes first. Okay. Yeah, thank this you. is going to suck at this. Because I can't grapple the stupid thing. Nope, that's why I'm making you fight a news. <laughs> yeah, jerk. Oh. 
Let's roll, Sean. I go last. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. Like a three. I like trip over my own feet and gallantly fall to the ground. Okay. So, yeah, um, for our listeners, the party's kind of trapped in this area where it's uh, kind of ruined a city wall on one side, lava pretty much on the other side, so they're kind of boxed in to this little area with the ooze. And uh, you guys can probably leap over the lava on the left end here. It's probably narrow enough for you to leap over. We'll say there's, like, you know, a downed building or something that's enough of a ridge. Yeah, right about there where you're highlighting. So about there-ish. Yeah, I can move that whole thing. That's weird. Okay. Go ahead and move that over a little bit then. There you go. Alright, so... Yeah, the ooze is kind of backed into a corner. The wall behind it is not broken, but it's certainly not in good repair. Because it's an internal wall of the city, nobody's really cared to make it look fantastic. Um, And there are several other guards around. We'll say that these guys in red are guards. And I'm going to also have them take a turn. So this is a fight not only to destroy the ooze, but to take the ooze down instead of the guards being the ones to take it down. So you may have to, you know, accidentally trip some guards. Or what I trip and fall on the closest guard. After I murder the ooze. Sounds like a romantic comedy, doesn't it? Okay. So... Oh, I know what I'm going to do. Okay, so yeah, John, you're up. In fact, I'm even going to be nice to you guys here. Oh, um, I use my magical attacks of martial arts because I'm awesome. (laughs) I guess I would have to run up to it, though. I run up to it, and I will just do all of my attacks, which are ridiculous. Do you guys actually see a health bar for it now? Yes. Okay, good. For once, I'll let you see a health bar. Uh, Curiosity, what are the guards armed with? Crossbows and long swords. Okay. Because I've been playing a ton of Fallout, I want to say Molotov cocktails, but nope. Although they could probably make them pretty easily with all the boots around. Yeah, but the booze is really weak, so it won't do very well. This is true, it's pretty watery. Um, 16 hit. Oh, sorry. Give me a second. I have to actually invent a stat for that. <laughs> wow. Okay. I hmm. You hit. Exactly. Then, apparently. <laughs> all right. Um, I'm going to just roll the hit first, and then I'll do all my damage. Okay. So, yeah, 16 to hit, because we'll speed this combat up here. Uh, all right. Then I hit again, and then one... Which misses. Great, give me four. What are all your guys' wisdoms? My was 14. Yeah, 13. Okay, and yours is uh, 14, John? Uh-huh. And what's yours, Sean? 11. Okay, if your wisdom is... So for those of you that had a wisdom over 12, so John... <laughs> let's see, was that John? Yeah. Would... Me. I have a 13. Oh, yours was the 13. Okay, yeah. So Caius would realize that if there's somebody who's somewhat high profile watching as you guys defeat this thing, it will definitely help your case, you know, uh, for claiming the victory of this being yours rather than team effort. And right now, all that's really around are city guards. So we high don't profile or destroy it right away then. We need to get somebody here to see it. Perhaps, yeah. So I'd probably either someone who's high profile or like a thespian, you know, some bard that would write a song about it or, you know, something... It would help if you have the right kind of audience. But and I am Bart. That's you don't true. Count, though. But bards don't usually sing of their own exploits and have it be recognized. Oh, true. They sing of their own exploits. <laughs> it just, yeah. No, I see what you did there. Yes, in many ways. John, you got damage for me? Uh. Yes. I feel like I'm doing damage wrong. But that's okay. I'll just say it. Um, 12. No. Fourteen. 
14 magical damage. Okay. You punch it in the gut? With my short sword that's magical now. You punch and it with your short sword. My legs sword. are magical now. Actually, no, I do. I punch it because only that's magical. So, yeah. I just martial art it with my karate skills. Okay. Ninja skills. Alright. You can tell it's doing some damage. You're smacking at it real good. Josiah. Um, I'm going to cast Long Strider on myself, which gives me plus 10 movement speed. Wow. Oh. Yeah. I wanted to yell at Sean to go find some people to make a crowd. You yell to somebody to make a crowd. Yeah, make a crowd. Whoever, it doesn't yeah, matter. I just yell make a crowd. I'm going to go book it away and um, use my, my party skills to gather a crowd to come watch us. <laughs> with my now with my now movement speed of sixty. Alright. 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 Give me a some kind of roll for this. Charisma, I guess. How about a performance? That'll do. Twenty-two. That's pretty good. Alright. I like the mental image here where it's like you guys are supposed to be heroes, but you're like, hey everybody, come over here and watch while we defeat this thing. Well we're gonna kill it before anyone can get there. <laughs> <clears throat> it's kind of funny because it's like, wow, this is self-serving. But hey, whatevs, right? Whatevs. Sometimes you have to be as the hero. Yep. I'm pretty sure Superman does that all the time. Okay. Um, the ooze. That's because Superman's punk. Yeah. How do I want the ooze to deal with this? It's somewhat intelligent, so I can't have it just be dumb and like just stand there. Um... What's it going to do? Playing a smart ooze is hard. Yeah, it is. Because you have to be smart. <laughs> it is going to flatten itself. Wow, John. That was me. <laughs> I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, it is going to flatten itself to cover a huge area um, as it's trying to seek where the edges of the heat are. And then while it's doing that, it's also going to attempt to attack... Cool, there's like skeletons and junk in there. Um, it's going to attack both of you guys who are now, like, having ooze, like, flow past your feet rapidly. Yeah, yeah. So it's going to do an attack of 13 to hit. Well, actually, I guess it kind of is going to be an automatic hit because you can't dodge. It's not going to do much damage, though. But our armor would not block it? Uh, it might a little. I This is going to be a low damage. It does f- 4 damage to both of you. Okay. As you're standing in ooze while it attempts to find an escape. Okay. Sean. Wait, Josiah's not there. He doesn't take damage. He's run off. Yeah, I just didn't move myself. I didn't know that I was going to be needed to be moved. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, only John is damaged. Only the dwarf. Yeah, I'm uh, standing way over there, away from the ooze. I can see that. You coward. Yeah, smart. Because <laughs> smart. So what are you going to do? It's going to be a booze. There. That's a better color for watery booze. I'm, I'm, oh, I'm mo- muted. Sorry. Muted. It's okay. I was expecting that. Right? Did I hear you right? Yeah, I'm at the top of the order. Here we go. <clears throat> so... Uh, after seeing the ooze envelop their comrades, and the comrades scream in pain, I'm going to look at the other uh, guards here and say, Wow, guys, this looks way above your pay grade. I suggest you run away and get reinforcements. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, give me some kind of persuasion roll here. Oh, he's got that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we established that I have a really nice... Oh, yeah, my gosh. Did you say 30? Yeah, I'm rounding up. <laughs> 29, come on. You're all the 29. Okay, um, every single one of the guards here... Please? Looks at you and and goes, you know, kind of gives you this look in their eyes and is like, I'm sure you can take care of it, sir. And they all book him. <laughs> <laughs> now, this will have an unintended... Or, Unintended but good side effect of making this monster seem worse than it probably was, because now there's guards fleeing away from it at how dangerous this ooze is. 
<laughs> so that's going to have some effect. Alright, the dwarf. Uh, Alright. How is our level of people showing up? People are starting to appear. Okay, hit. And a hit. And it's actually easier to hit now because it's all over the floor. And a hit. Oh, it's easier to hit now? Yeah. So it goes down? Well, so yeah, it's, it's like low. It's, you know, it went and flattened out. So, like, oh. you pretty much are just punching down. I'm punching the ground. Yes, and you kind of are. basically doing. It's like break dancing. You've heard it. <laughs> yeah, I guess you kind of are. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, oh, I think I got to use a bonus action, too. Okay. So it takes nine and seven and seven. Okay. So, now you can watch its health bar. Okay, you start punching it real good. There's probably some unearthly shriek. Doing some super awesome breakdance moves. Yeah. Josiah's still gathering people. Yep. You want me to do another check? Uh, yeah, we'll do one more here. Mm-hmm. Don't do a music check. 17 persuasion. That's pretty good. Okay. By this point, you've got a number of people afraid but curious to see, you know, this fight that's going on, so people are starting to rush towards your guys' area. Okay, the ooze, after realizing it's pretty much trapped by lava and walls, is going to contract back up. On top of and around the dwarf. So, going to completely envelop the dwarf. Alright. Somebody come help me. (laughs) Take seven damage as you're surrounded by skunky beer and mostly that's it, I guess. Probably should take more than seven then. (laughs) (laughs) Probably. (laughs) It rolled low. Sean? So you see it, Um, like, just completely envelop the dwarf. Yeah. uh, So I... uh, have the utmost confidence in my uh, compatriot's ability to handle this. But yes, I go ahead and yell, No! <laughs> I like how this fight is a performance now. <laughs> and I'm the only one fighting. <laughs> and, I char- and I charge up drawing my short sword, short oh, sword and I stab the... Not me! Don't stab me! <laughs> I stab Stab the ooze while trying to avoid my buddy here. Oh gosh. Alright, give me an attack. Oh great. Uh, da, 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 da. Let's see here. That is gonna be 16. Oh, that was gonna be low. Alright, you're able to kind of stab like into the ooze, and you can tell it's not doing much, but you're mostly just trying to stab in a way that doesn't hurt the dwarf. Yeah. Luckily, it's not a corrosive ooze, so your sword's not getting ruined in any way. Yeah. So, that's cool. Okay, the dwarf. You better make the most of the opportunity I've given you here, John, because you could make this look really cool if you do it right. Super dance moves that explode out of me! Do I have any movement? I can't tell. Yes, you can still attack it from within. Ah, perfect. This is this is exactly what I'm hoping for. Let's see if I can hit it. I don't think you can miss it. I critted. Good. Yeah. I was gonna say, like, how how would you be able to miss? Any movement of your arm touches ooze. What does a crit move do again? I don't do it enough. Double all uh roll damage? So double so I roll no, two d sixes instead of one? Isn't in this edition, you roll dice again. Oh, yeah, So yeah. I just roll double dice. You roll double dice. 
Okay, I'll remember that. You keep changing it on me, and I probably should just sit down and memorize the PS3. Given it's been like a year and a half. We don't play often <coughs> enough, though. No. <coughs> Unfortunately. Oh, yeah, this is gonna work. Not by any individual's choice. No. <clears throat> so, my first. My crit was. Uh, Yeah, roll all attacks and damage dice and add them together. Alright, I'm... Twice. So 18 for that attack. And then 9, and then 11. Okay. Alright, so the onlookers see, uh, you know, the ooze, like, contract up and completely envelop the dwarf. They see a halfling run up and yell no and stab at it. I start spinning around inside, and they go, boom! Like yeah. star shape. And then they see, you know, a second or so afterwards, the, the ooze tremble and explode, and there's probably some cool-looking dwarf, you know, like down on the ground on, like, one fist on the ground. Yeah. You know, breathing he, hard. Breathing like hard. Breathe inside of it. Probably stands up and, like, just wipes the ooze off of him. Mm-hmm. And then a lot of crowd starts cheering and clapping. And who are they going to mostly clap and cheer for? Yells, yeah! <laughs> and they all clap for Cade! <laughs> I wonder if that's a word I have to edit. Yes, it is. Thanks. It just came out, sorry. Yeah, alright. Um, okay. I'm alone at home. There isn't a child here for me to, you know, Correct. remind me. Right. Um, so, listeners will have just heard a blank there. There There was a bad word, listeners. No. Hey! Alright, so Ooze explodes. Um, the crowd starts clapping. I'm guessing that probably Caius is in the crowd already doing something. I will be, um, after, after it happens, I will immediately run up to, uh, the dwarf and make sure that everyone knows that I am associated with these two. <laughs> you just run up and like start hugging up and you're like high-fiving them and everything oh yeah okay so Cade now jumps up on a box and starts like looking at the crowd pumping his fist chanting the chosen the chosen <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> do I have to roll something for that no please roll something for that because I would love um, for it to I fail. I will actually pull out... Actually, that would be pretty fun. ...my bagpipes. <laughs> oh, gosh. 19. I will pull out my bagpipes, and with a 21, start performing a... Um, a, a jig on the bagpipes that is relatively well-performed. So it's not terrible and ear bleeding. No, it's not something that I wrote. It's something that is a, a well-known and um, established tune. Oh, so only your music sucks. Oh yes. Okay. Good to know. But that's almost the only thing that I play. Okay. So the crowds will pick up the chant. Um, alcohol will appear mysteriously from, honestly, probably scooped from the street. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Because you are still in the slum. Yeah. Somebody just pulls out a straw and starts sucking it up off the, <laughs> off the ground. Probably a few people, yeah. And uh, generally it looks like a party is breaking out, even though you're surrounded by, you know, like... There are still guardsmen around trying to quench flames from hardening lava because buildings are trying to catch on fire and, uh, you know, that sort of general thing. And you guys are kind of just standing there posing heroically. <laughs> and, um, yeah... I think that's where we're going to stop. That'll that'll probably do it. And plus, I have to think of exactly where to take this now. I also have my, my hood drawn low over my face so nobody can exactly see who I am. I like it. Okay. I would say you guys successfully defeated the ooze in a way that makes people notice you. Good. That uh, was a good performance, guys. Level up. Yeah, I know. That, was, that was more of a play than a... Fight. That's okay. Level up before our next session, so you guys will go up to level seven. And, uh, yeah, we'll start doing stuff involving the nobility of the town. And have a wonderful holiday season. Hanukkah starts tonight. It does, actually. That's true. Okay. Goodbye. We love everybody. Except 
and especially the people that support us. Shoot, we almost forgot to thank them. Oh. So that's because that's Yanni's job. I know. So thank you, Mr. Cochran, and thank you, Super X. Dr. Professor X. <laughs> Dr. Professor X. For your continued support. We love you guys more than everybody else. Good night. That wraps things up for today's episode of Downfall, our Dungeons & Dragons role-playing podcast. If you've enjoyed what you've heard, please consider giving us a five-star rating on iTunes, donating through PayPal on our website, supporting us on Patreon, or spreading the word to your friends. You can send us an email anytime at downfalldnd at gmail.com. We love hearing from fans and love hearing what you guys enjoyed about the show. Thanks for listening.